Hoogie and Top in your TARDISes. You're listening to Doctor, huh? Huh? Why huh? do we keep getting Chris Chibnall era? Why does it keep? Why are we so firmly planted in the backpack era? <laughs> There's no. I told you. I told you this. There's no backpacks in this episode. There's did no backpacks see, in Legend of the Sea Devils. The, did we are see, firmly out of the backpack era. Did you not see the Daleks with their little backpacks on? Don't lie to me. No. Did you go Who back? Are and you check? go back and check? I'm Jordan. I don't have to check. Who are I'm, you? I'm Jordan Young Dog Canning, and this is Storage Time Wars. That's really stupid, but here's mine. I'm Am. Oops, the S fell off. Oh, ain't I a stinker? Storage. This is the first of the series. Nope. Sorry, my notes. You're are equipped for this. This is the first of the 2022 specials. Uh, Eve of the Daleks, written by Chris Chibnall, directed by Anetta Lawfer. Chris Chibnall, please. Respect has uh, his name. Jordan, Respect what did you more. think of this episode? You know, I thought it was pretty good, actually. I kind of liked it. So I I didn't like it the first time I watched it. You watched it more than once? Well, see, the thing is, I... I I was kind of distracted because like some it was it was late but like work stuff st- kept coming up and I kept getting distracted and I got to the end of the episode and I was like I didn't really like it and I was like I I I felt like I didn't really give it a fair viewing so I watched it again and I liked it more I, I liked it quite a bit more the second time That's so cool. I figured I might as well watch it a third time and see if I liked it even more but each time you start watching it you're gonna start a minute later into the episode for no well I did I did watch it five times in total and by the fifth time oh boy what an episode usually when I watch something more like when we watched back when we watched the uh just me episode of secret life of the American teenager ten times in a row every time we watched it we liked it more I'm pretty sure that's the weird thing, though, is I did watch it five times, and I did like it more each time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't realize that uh, when this episode's called The Eve of the Daleks, I thought it was, like, Evening of the Daleks. New Year's Eve. <laughs> New yeah, Year's Dalek and Eve. It should have been called the New Year's Eve of the Daleks, if you ask me, because I didn't I, really get it until I started watching it, and I just felt deceived by the episode title. Like, well, I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, uh-huh. Blank of the Daleks seems to be a very long-running tradition. It does seem like a thing that they love to do. Mm-hmm. There, there will one day be an episode called Dalek of the Daleks, or possibly <laughs> Cybermen of the Daleks, Lord of the Daleks. That's when That's when they try to name the episode by typing on their phone keyboard and just pressing whatever it suggests. Mm-hmm. You know what I liked about this episode? What's that? The fir- one of the first things that happens in it, uh, besides, well, the, the first thing we see is like Asling B from from comedy being funny on TV for a while. She was funny. She was great in this. Episode. She was pretty funny. Uh, but I like when the doctor shows up in her TARDIS and she says, "Well, Flux Arc is over." <laughs> Let's get rid of every this. review that I read of this episode was like Chris Chibnall really fucked it up with the flux season, but what a great start to the series of specials was was so this was the flux season, right? This is what we've we've come. This to is get. coming right off of it. Mm-hmm. Have we seen so the the, the stat? It's unclear to us, obviously, because we're watching this in a really stupid way. What just happened, but. The TARDIS has gone through some shit, and the Doctor has to, like, reset it. Well, here's my question. Here's my question. And I I don't know why I'm asking you this, because you don't know, and I don't know. I might know. I mean, I watched it five times. Was Dan Dan the man, our man Dan the man? Was he, like, 
Flux exclusive? Is this all he got to do? And if so, I'm so sorry, Dan. Um, I don't know. I think he might be, because Flux is series 13, yeah? Yeah, and, we don't know and, when Graham and Ryan got hit by that bus. Well, I've got on. the list right here. Let's let's take a look. Um, So we've got Ryan, Graham, and Yaz in series 11 and 12. So yeah, he probably was a Flux boy. Oh, no. Oh, well. Poor Dan the man. So, yeah, I, I, I did really like this episode a lot. I actually think that this episode made me really, dare I say, feel a little bad about how harsh I've been on Chris Chibnall. Because between this and Ranskarov Kolos, I'm like, man, he can write a good episode. I mean, I've said before, I watched Broadchurch in like one frenzied evening several years ago, and it was like... A, a, a very good television experience. Mm. I haven't seen it, but th- Chris this, this is actually a competent TV writer. They cast, they they hired him for a reason. Uh, he just, I don't know what happened. I mean, I th- I think there is a version of Doctor Who that he wrote that was good, but it wasn't the version we got for the most part. But he wrote some good episodes. But this did, uh, this did get a lot of the things that we loved about Ranscore of Coast, or certainly the things that I loved about it, which was like. It took time to let the characters have moments together where it wasn't just plot happening. And that was of- what was so miserable about Praxius is that it just never slowed down. And There's a lot. The- and the fact that this episode is, I believe it's an hour long. Yeah. Yeah. Too long. But, you know, it, whatever. It, it's it's a little too long. But, you know, it is a special but yeah, I think that I think that it had a lot of really nice slower moments, and it let the characters interact, and also it let those bones breathe. This oh my god! The only things heavy. that breathe more than the characters are their goddamn bones. We see these characters' skeletons dozens of times they across are, the cast of characters. They are so excited to be out and about. But and I was excited. Be- I didn't think I would be getting to see Ashling B's skeleton. And I got to see it. I mean, I actually saw what, it she behind. gets blasted like eight times, and I watched it five times. So I got to see her skeleton forty times. times I think times. Yeah, and and I re- I saw a behind the scenes uh, factoid. Uh, I don't know if you watched to the behind the scenes, you know, Disney Channel commentary uh-huh. pop up tracks where it said, yeah, of course, every actor in this episode actually got X rays, just so you knew. They were seeing their real skeleton. I thought it looked realistic. It you know, there was really a, like her skeleton. When we were talking about Ghost Rider on Zero to Zero, Val took issue with the fact that Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider skull didn't look like his human face shaped into a skull. Mm-hmm. But this, this was this, this, this exactly was exactly like, like that. It was. I've beautiful. spent a lot of time looking at like photographs of Ashling B. And uh, and the rest of the cast of Doctor Who, and what I like to do, their is hair talk- had skeleton bones. Well, what I like to do is I always t- I print out the 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 the, uh, the photos glossies. I take go to Walmart and I print out like mm-hmm. some some eight by tens. I put them up on my corkboard, and then I take a little a silver permanent marker. And what I like to do is I like to draw the outlines of their skulls just to try uh-huh. to sort of figure out what's going on in there. Yeah, for sure. And so I spend many hours, many, 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 many hours, maybe six to seven hours a day doing this ritual. Yeah, I mean, that's why that's why we're recording this a little late. And I feel, I mean, part because of you me got feels, lost. part of me feels vindicated that, like, I was so correct and so close after so many attempts of trying to figure out what their skulls looked like under their skin and face. But part of me also, it, you know, it's like when it reveals, when a story reveals too much. 
Like, did I need to know what Jodie Whittaker's skull looked like? Does that make me yes. happier as a person? Or yes. would it have been better for me to just have my own drawings and my own sketches and studies of her skull? I think I think oh. that it made you happy to see Jodie Whittaker's skull. I did clap and cheer. and But then I took all my, my 8x10s that I printed out at Walmart and I threw them away. Well, I it's, it's like the I beginning need... of a new era where now you know. I know. Now I know for sure. So now, now, you know gonna, for sure. now I'm going to start drawing their leg, leg and arm bones. And see Absolutely. I have one one more thing that I want to say about this episode before we get into it, which is uh, anyone out there who knows the song Disenchanted by My Chemical Romance from the hit album The Black Parade, go ahead and watch this episode. You'll have a great time, especially by the fifth watch. And just confirm for me that the entire, every time it goes into like a, a, a like quiet sentimental scene, it just sounds like Disenchanted by My Chemical Romance. Please confirm. Thank I thought you. you were going to say that it syncs up perfectly to the hour-long song Disenchanted by My Chemical I should have. I should have. I think the Black Parade might be roughly as long. I should have synced it up. Mm-hmm. I should have synced it up for one of my watches. So uh, this episode takes place entirely inside of a decrepit, very strange storage facility that is also like six stories tall and a hundred stories wide. And it's called... <laughs> Elf storage, but or is well, it self storage? But the S fell off is the joke. Yeah, which is so funny because obviously this is like the the festive special. I, I I'm sure it aired around New Year's because it's a New Year's episode. It's very funny that they pull up to elf storage at the beginning of the episode and you just don't think about it. You just don't think about it until like 40 minutes in where it's like, oh, the S fell off, and you're like, oh, that's a lot of like going. Christmas trees and stuff on the inside. Um. And we meet one of our first two, where there's two normals in this episode, because we obviously we have the doctor and Dan Mm -hmm. man and Yaz, the Maz. And then we have uh, Sarah played by comedian and taskmaster alumni, alumni, alumnus, alumnus, Uh, Ashling B, Ashling, Ashling B. And then there's another guy named Nick. He's funny. He's weird. Yeah, played by a Johnny Salmon. He's great. I really liked him in this episode. He's too. good in this we've, episode. They're both. We've good. got. We've got another. Uh, did you ever watch Father Ted? I did watch Father Ted, made by the uh, disgusting transphobe Graham Lyman. Yeah, I know. Fuck that guy. Did you Did you catch who was Sarah's mom on the phone? Oh, was that not um, what's her name? The the old the housekeeper. Yeah, Mrs. Doyle. Mrs. Pauline Doyle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was good. That was, yeah. that was fun. So she, Ashling B, Sarah, I need to say the character's name, Sarah's on the phone with her coworker Jeff. Jeff is very, Jeff and is we learn that silly. Jeff constantly fucks her over every yeah. New Year's. He's like, yeah, I'll totally, I'll totally be there. Ha ha, not. Uh, so she's leaving a furious voicemail for him as her seemingly only customer. I They say it, and I think they mean it literally. Her only customer, Nick, arrives. Uh, I mean, and presumably, here's my thought about this, because... We learn later, so Nick is our only customer. We also learn later that Nick has a New Year's tradition where he comes off, he comes by every New Year's to drop something off. It's the only time of year he comes by. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that maybe this is the only day of the year that Elf Storage is open? <laughs> it's only open <laughs> hey, on Well, New that's Year's. what I thought. That's why it's called Elf Storage. It's only right. open between Christmas and New Year's. Right. I mean, And then no you one... can only get your stuff back out during that time. I mean, nobody puts their stuff in this place except for Nick and Jeff, so... And Jeff. And, and boy, does Jeff put his stuff in this place. He puts a lot place. of stuff in here. Uh, I, loved, I loved Jeff. There's this, like... Yeah, Jeff was... Do we see... Was Jeff the guy we saw at the end of the episode, or was that just another guy that was... 
We'll talk about that later, but no, that's not Jeff. There was, there's this like endless bit that goes on where Ashling B, Ashling B, whose name is Sarah, I need to remind myself, I just kept calling her Ashling B for this whole episode in my mind. Uh, Sarah is like, her phone's broken and she can't turn off the the notification. She says, okay, hold on, not to get, not to get. <laughs> Which really had no payoff in the end, but that's get, okay. Not to get Cinnamon Sins on this show so quickly. But they did this bit where she says the button on my phone is broken and I can't turn oh, off. Oh, believe the- me, when I was on my first watch where I was in a bad mood, I was like, you could just phone. go into your settings and turn the notifications off. There's no Sarah. button. It's a touchscreen. It's a touchscreen. And, and also you could just go into the settings and turn the But maybe she doesn't. Maybe she's old. Maybe she's an old woman. Um, <laughs> she, Liz, you didn't notice that they had her in old age makeup Liz, uh, Nick comes by Nick is Nick is nice and he's quirky and he's got a big box of Monopoly to drop off at the store I wouldn't unit. really call him quirky I would, I would say he is a weird guy he's a strange, he's a weirdo with a heart of gold is the way the show uh, describes him I don't yeah. know but, but he's here to drop off the Monopoly uh, he asks her, I thought he was like up to no good when he asks her remind me of the things I can't store here and she says like Here's foreshadowing for later. It's so funny, though, because, I mean, this was another one of the biggest changes between my first and second watch, is I was like, this Nick guy seems really shady. And then when you watch it the second time, it's like, he he literally just wants to talk to her. Yeah. And and she says, like, uh, she's like, no animals living or dead, no food, no, uh, basically look at Make what- a note of all of these things. Yeah, they will come up later. Uh, no stolen goods. Uh, and then no hazardous materials. No cans of beans. Yeah, no cans of beans. No, like, funny, don't live here. Also, no people. Don't, <laughs> don't live here. Uh, don't store your VHS tapes here. <laughs> uh, but then he's like, well, what does hazardous mean? And then she says, like, anything that if you set it on fire would cause a very bad explosion to happen. Remember this later. The doctor will say it. Yeah, and he's like, oh, then it's probably okay if I bring in this. And he puts, like, a vintage copy of Monopoly See, on the I table. thought he was going to open it up and there was going to be, like, a f- time machine in there or, like, a no. Dalek inside or <laughs> Yeah, I, I was wondering if, if this was, like, I found this space waste. But no, it's literally just an old he's Monopoly just a strange game. strange man. Okay, this we is also the part- learned that part of the reason that her business is so fucked is that literally across the street there's a better, more modern probably also cheaper facility i mean the elevator alone at this storage at elf storage scares the shit out of me it's it's creaky it's a creaky old elevator uh we yeah. go on the tardis the doctor is going to hard reset oh, no, 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 you got you gotta get nick's line oh funny he said he's oh, like yeah. well I'll, I'll just be i'll just be in my unit see you next year and she says oh you've been practicing that and he's like yeah yeah feels bad not good. We go okay. to the TARDIS, and the they're doing gonna... some shit to put the TARDIS into self-reset to clear out the flux debris and minimize Yay. the number of doors. Let's hope that we never find out what that means. Uh, I think you mean next week we're going to find out what that means when we roll another episode of Flux. <laughs> Even though there's I like loved a when the doctor chance. says the doctor says that the TARDIS is going to be out of commission for a little bit. So as they activate this self-reset procedure... They're going to land on the sentient beach of San Mumbadumb or something. We're never going to get says, a fucking... Every time she tries to go to Chill Beach Zone, it fucks up. She says, playing chess with the fish, drinking mocktails with the lobsters, which made me laugh. Uh, well, this is what we know now, is that this is why they were going to a beach in Legend of the Sea Devils. Right. Because they didn't get to go to one this week. I mean, isn't that why... 
weren't they gonna go to get the Flor de Mar Flor de la Mar treasure in Legend of the Sea Devil? Because that came up in yeah. that episode too. Whatever. Yeah. But uh, so they're trying to go to the beach. I want to say also, and these are the kinds mm-hmm. of things that you notice on your fifth watch of this episode. But <laughs> I you, sorry, 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 sorry. Can you drop the bit for a second? How many times did you watch this episode? I watched the episode five times. Did you actually watch the episode five times? Yes, I watched the episode five times. Did you actually, for real, not joking, did you actually sit down and watch this hour-long episode of television five times? Yes, I watched it five times over the last three days. Why did you do that? Because I thought it would be funny. Wait, you actually watched this episode five times. I just, I don't believe you. (laughs) I watched the episode five times over the last three days. I thought it would be funny. And also, mm-hmm. I legitimately found that I liked it better each time, name so I kept going. The, name three of the animals that were in Jeff's funny storage place. Uh, I think there was, like, a lynx cat. Okay. There was there was some kind of, like, there was, like, a deer, I think. Huh? Oh, shit. I, I think, think there was, like, a big bird. What was the name of the monster, the alien monster that was attacking the characters in the episode? What was it, what was it called? Uh, trick question. It was actually called Dalek's Monster. Damn it. I think you watched it five times. I, t- I legitimately did. Why did you do that? Because I was having a good time. Weird. I thought it would be funny. I'm the one who's drawing the bone structure on Jodie Whittaker, Jodie Whittaker's head, and you're the weirdest one. Um, so I thought it would be funny, and then I just found that I was having a good time with it. The doctor, the doctor is going to reset the TARDIS so that people will forget about Flux and never mention it again. Oh yeah, but to finish my thought, I mm-hmm. I did want to say I really liked Jodie Whittaker in this episode. She was good in this one, and you know I thought she had good? a lot of a lot of really good Thirteenth Doctor like trying to maintain her vibe of like happy, fun, quirky flying by the seat of her pants chaotic whatever but whenever she like has a little moment to herself she kind of like almost looks at the camera and is like oh boy i also thought you know who else is good in this episode yaz and dan the man Both yaz and dan are so good in this episode i love dan and not, not just not only them as characters themselves i thought that they as a duo were great i'm like so mad that this show wasted Graham or uh, Yaz and Dan on flux. I mean, we got a lot of time. <laughs> well, hey, we, we also have the, the finale of these uh, specials power of the doctor, which might be good. I don't think Ace it will is be. in it. Why? <laughs> Why though? Okay. So the doctor says that they have to leave the TARDIS in seven seconds or they'll all die. Um, so they do and they don't, and they get out and then they're not on the beaches of Santana. Uh, And this is the part where Graham, or I keep saying Graham, sorry. I know that they're both old British white men. Dan says, he's a middle-aged British white man. He says, says, where are we? And then Yaz says, and more importantly, when are we? They are in Manchester on New Year's Eve 2021. Earth population 7 billion. I also, I I was wondering what the thing was where, where Dan is like, Manchester of all places. Manchester. I I forgot uh, that Manchester and Liverpool have a big, big, big rivalry. We call it footy. They have a footy rivalry. (laughs) I think there's way more to it than just sports, but yes. Uh, Uh, They go up to Nick storing his Monopoly game. He leaves a little sticky note on the shelf with it with a name and a date. This man is a serial killer. This is a serial killer behavior. I thought I thought his explanation when we get it genuinely made sense. He's just he's archiving. 
He's, he's Dexter. It is possible that he's a serial killer. That's actually true. Um, but probably... then all the lights turn red for some reason. Yeah, well, you know. Man, by the way, can I just say, having watched, since we've been locked in the backpack era for so long. There's no backpacks in this episode. The Daleks are all wearing backpacks with water bottles. Um, I'm fucking so sick of this shitty theme song. I don't I don't care for it. We've talked about it before, but yeah, it's it's not bad. I don't think it's terrible in and of itself, just as a contrast to what the others are going for, I just don't agree with it. The seventh doctor winks at the camera, and this one is like this one's like uh directed by Zack Snyder or something. <laughs> Sucks. Uh so the... oh, oh Nick walks out into the Nick walks out into the hallway and a Dalek murders him. Yeah, almost immediately he just gets murdered by a Dalek. Gets uh, Sarah a gets a FaceTime from her mom, uh, who says... She says, you're oh, going to fail the Bechdel test in this scene, Sarah. Of course, but but her mom is like, you know, New Year's Eve is the best time to meet a man. I loved her, her like, arguing with her mom, where her mom's like, I met your father on New Year's Eve. She's like, no, you didn't. You met him on, like, January 15th. And she's like, it's close enough. And then she's like, she's like... I'm calling you now because the lines always get clocked up around the, uh, around. That's such a, such a funny recurring thing that it's her mom a, always. It's such an old lady thing to say too. Like I could 100 percent imagine the, line, the lines will be lines, busy. The lines will be busy. It's no, it doesn't work like that. Uh, so the elevator comes down, uh, but we don't see what's on it just yet. Meanwhile, uh, the doctor finds Nick's corpse. And says, "Ah, shit! This guy got killed by a Dalek." Uh, Dan Dal- doesn't know what a oh, Dalek I have, is. But I have now he one does. complaint about this episode, which is, and I know this is like a large. This is largely a problem with all of Jodie's episodes. Uh, she is waving that fucking screwdriver around every minute of every second of this. Every second of this episode, she's waving that thing around, and it, boy, does she it drive is. me crazy. It's I, too much. I kind of made my peace with it because it also pairs with something else that she does, which is that she runs like an absolute fucking weirdo. I love that she runs like a weirdo, though. I feel like that's not unusual for the because the they. I mean, they even made a joke about this in the last ep- uh, in the last chronological episode of the show that we watched, which is. Um, which was uh, Praxis, where Ryan is like, oh, and also we run a lot. But I can I, oh, yeah. I just feel like all the doctors are doing run. the jam rock shuffle around the <laughs> galaxy. <laughs> like, I can imagine, I don't remember, like, which doctors run like weirdos, but I can totally imagine, like, Matt Smith's weirdo run. Capaldi <laughs> probably runs like a weirdo. But yeah, I don't know. I think, I think, I think Jody has it, has it nailed down. But like, can, can we, come on, we have got the, you've got Chibnall money. Just have the doctor look at look at Nick's lifeless deceased corpse and look at the burn on it. Oh my god, I know this burn anywhere. These are the burns that wiped out my entire species. It's a to- it's but a Dalek. Correct me if I'm wrong. The Dalek weapons they I look think different. They don't leave and, any sort of mark at all. And also, if I can complain for a second, Please. they changed the beautiful, perfect design of the Dalek, and now it's got like a little mini gun on it. And it doesn't have its little plunger arm anymore. I read on Wikipedia that this is officially a new type of Dalek. Oh, okay. These are like the the Dalek executioner or something. I like mean, this is, they did mention how like the Doctor wiped out the Flux Dalek quadrant or whatever. Uh-huh. So maybe they. Re- I mean, it's 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 even though they give lore excuses. 
don't you can't fix perfection the dalek design is perfect don't change it yeah well speaking of the dalek uh it kills Sarah. if you want to give if you want to give the weeping angel if you want to give the weeping angels a gun sorry you can't i said if you want to give the weeping angels a little mini gun i'm not going to complain like a mini gun on their arm <laughs> that would make no, them I believe way, you that'd make them way scarier i think but the dalek <laughs> is perfection what's scarier than a monster that only moves when you're not looking <laughs> a monster at it that moves when you look the at same it. thing but it has a gun <laughs> i think the weeping angels would be way scarier if they could move any time you imagine that'd be so scary. That'd be fucking terrifying because because they, they would be moving. They just like it just get you. They'd be running at you and be like, "Oh no, oh no, they're coming at me." I liked it better when you weren't running at me. Like if I'm being chased by a bear and the bear just stops whenever I look at it, that's not a very scary bear. Which, as we all know, is what the bear steal is. Uh, Sarah's dead. Uh, Sarah's dead. And then the doctor, the comes doctor, out and, and she, everyone, they get out of the elevator she jams too. Jams the Dalek with their screwdriver. Okay, I was. This was another one of the thing, the things that on the first viewing I was prepared to get really mad about it, and, but then I didn't because she she points the screwdriver at it like it's a gun and starts interrogating the Dalek. <laughs> and I did want to point out, I love that when the doctor is like being badass and she's like, "You answer to me, Dalek." Yaz is like visibly like, "Ooh." <laughs> She's she loves it. She's she loves it. she loves to see the doctor being badass. Yeah. Um. And she the doctor says that she's using the screwdriver to jam its weapon systems, and the Dalek is like, "No, you're not." <laughs> turns around and doesn't it just blast them right here, right now? Yeah, it just kills all three of them. They're all dead. But then and then the theme song plays, so the, we're like, "Well, there's got to be mo- no. this can't." I thought this might have been the end of the episode, but then they played the theme song, so there's got to be more going <laughs> the on here. Roll. Teleporting uh, to Sea Devils episode. I I want to say also, you know, I've complained about the fact that they keep bringing the Daleks back. At at this point, I just have to get over it. It's just gonna keep happening. It is what it is. I think it arguably would have been cool if they had just let them stay dead and come up with a new thing. You're never going to let them stay dead. I think, honestly, okay, here's my thought on this. Uh, Because my, this episode was okay in the sense that there was like five Daleks in it, which is like an an appropriate number of Daleks. If If the episode has less Daleks than Remembrance of the Daleks, it has my seal of not too many fucking Daleks approval. <laughs> Unlike Flux, where Unlike there were Flux, five, million, there were five million Daleks. Oh, uh, sorry, hold on. I just got a note from Chris Chibnall. It was actually 10 million. Oh, he just gave me another. It was actually 500 million. That's oh, so sorry, wait, many. it says it was 5 trillion Whoa, Daleks. That's a big number. Wow, that's so scary. Imagine, about, <laughs> imagine 5 trillion Daleks coming for you. Wow, scary. My point being, Daleks are like a staple, like a classic. Like, I don't think that they... I don't think that they, we... Logically speaking, they're never going to get rid of them. Probably uh, not. Get rid of the Weeping Angels. We're done with them. I think that we should get rid of the Weeping Angels. We don't need them anymore. But yeah, to, to, what I was saying was I, I've made my peace with it. I think it would have been cool if the Daleks stayed dead, but they, they didn't, and they're going to keep coming back, I think, and I just, I think, I'm just going to enjoy them from now on. I think boy, show, did I enjoy them in this I think episode. I the show retconning the, uh, the Doctor blowing up Scaro and every single Dalek at the same time and killing them all. I think once they retconned that for the revival, I think that we were, we were stuck with Daleks for good. We which, were never- which is fine. I, I'm, I'm okay with it it's now. okay, too. And yeah. there I, are I, so many moments with the Daleks in this episode that I fucking love where a character will say something to them like, 
That's not fair. And the Daleks will go, Daleks are not fair. I love like, they're like, what? Daleks have no friends. The no- like, Yeah, the number of times that the Daleks are just like, Daleks are evil bastards. If you imagine, please, close your eyes and imagine. Let's go on a journey. Okay. Imagine Sora in the room. Imagine Sora in a room with some Daleks. Okay. Just, ima- just imagine that. Daleks have no heart. Well... Come on, you've got to have a heart. Everyone has a heart. <laughs> my friends are my, my friends are my when heart. When you roll away, <laughs> when you float upstairs. <laughs> so, okay, after the theme song, we come back. Sarah and Nick are in the middle of talking about Monopoly, and they like, both have a whoa. sudden moment of like, uh, uh, what? Deja, deja vu. What whoa. Fuck? They're, like, remembering stuff that the other said before they say it, but neither of them has quite understood what's they going haven't on played, yet. They haven't played The Outer Wilds, and that's Outer really, Wilds. That's, yeah, they said The Outer Wilds, didn't I? They haven't played... Yeah, they haven't played The Outer Wilds video game. They haven't played, Outer the Outer, Wilds. They haven't played Obsidian's hit video game, The Outer Wilds. Um <laughs> Where yeah. Uh, but, meanwhile, the Doctor Yaz and Dan get out of the TARDIS, and they all they all are like, "What?" The where, and they they run up we? to to look me. for Nick and try to save him from the Dalek. Nick, meanwhile, he takes his Monopoly game and he's like, "Wait a minute! I definitely got killed by a big robot here. I'm gonna not do that again." Mm-hmm. So he he runs back downstairs to make sure that Sarah is okay. She meanwhile tries to leave. And there's, a, there's big a barrier around. There's a the big building. barrier, uh, which we will later find out was put up by the Daleks to the, trap them yeah. in here. The Daleks, the Daleks are basically just trying to kill the Doctor. Classic stuff. What else is new? Yeah. Exactly. So she says, "Jeff had all this stuff on the fifth floor. I'm going to go up to his storage unit and see if he's got a weapon." So she goes. The Doctor, meanwhile, they find where Nick was dead the first time, but now his Monopoly game is just sitting on the floor, and they're like, oh, fuck, he turned into Monopoly. I don't think that's the conclusion they drew, but okay. I watched it five times, that was what they- Oh no, he got raptured. (laughs) He got got raptured into a game of Monopoly? Rapture rapture of the Daleks, where the Daleks, they bring about the rise of the Antichrist, and I, I just don't think Doctor Who is Christian enough for my taste. No, I thought it was going in that direction with the Satan Pit, but then they just mm-hmm. didn't, which was a real shame, really a real sad. missed opportunity. They did kill a lot of slaves in that episode, which was, which was <laughs> interesting. So Nick gets down to the entrance, and uh, he shocks himself on the time barrier. I really loved the noise that he makes when he touches the he barrier. Goes, he goes full And grape. he just goes like, <laughs> He goes full grape lady in that moment. Uh, he... Um, he looks at the security camera footage and sees Sarah running up to the fifth floor, and he's like, oh, no, and they, then the Dalek shows up and kills him. Swaparood, um, which they will bring up later. That it doesn't, It's not important, but the Doctor does bring up that they were in different locations than they were the previous loop. Yes. Well, what's important about that is that it, it shows that they are in the loop. They are in the time loop. They're not yeah. just going to keep doing the same thing every time. Right. They are conscious of what's they, happening. They too. have looked at the... That's right. Let's let's cool let's out on Outer Wild yeah. spoilers. <laughs> uh, so uh, Sarah gets to. I love this shit this because rules because old Jeff, Jeff her shitty coworker, Jeff is a Jeff is a, a Doctor Who villain that we never got to meet. He has put up a "No Girls Allowed" sign on the hallway, 
we learned that she told him, yes, it's okay if he, if he puts some of his stuff in a storage unit. What he has done is he has claimed an entire hallway and put up a, a sign that's like, remember, Sarah, you said I could do this. And she goes into each, each unit that he has claimed. This is and storage wars. You never know what you're going to It's just rattling off each of the things that she said couldn't be here. She's like, taxidermied animals? Absolutely not. Stolen goods? Fuck off. Food? No. She didn't find his, like, weapons room. (laughs) It's a real shame. Uh, And And then her mom calls her and has the same conversation again about meeting a man on New Year's. And the fucking funniest part is when her mom is like, New Year's Eve is the perfect time to meet a man as the Dalek rolls up to her. Are you with a man right now? Negative! (laughs) Daleks are not men! (laughs) We are just normal men! Dalek kills her again. I think I referenced Uh, that. I I feel like I might reference that on every single episode of Dr. Hunt that we've done since I saw that video for the first time. Yeah, I mean, it is good. It's incredibly uh, funny. Anyways. Uh, the, doctor the doctor gets to Nick's corpse oh, at the entrance. I'm so sad that those bones are, aren't breathing. Yeah, that's the trouble with the, the Dalek weapon, is it lets the bones breathe, but just for a just precious few seconds. It's edging those bones. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> it did make me laugh when, when the doctor, I know what she meant, but when she's like, it looks like the Dalek was cleverer than us this time. And I know that she means that it, like, anticipated them going to different floors. But I love the idea of the Dalek very cleverly rolling up to them and blasting them the with a Daleks death ray. Really, the Daleks really do brute force their problems through time travel, energy weapons, and numbers. And that's pretty much their <laughs> the way they solve all of their problems. <laughs> uh, the Dalek finds them again. Uh, it it tells it it tells them how smart it is and says that Dan is an idiot. This is another one of the one of the there, Yaz and Dan that moments thing. that I like, where she defends him from the Dalek and it's like only I get to call him an idiot. What was up, by the way? Did I miss? The, is this like a thing I missed from every other episode we've seen with Dan the Man in it, where he calls Yaz Sheffield because she's from Sheffield? I I don't remember it happening any other time, but it's possible I just missed it. New? Is this maybe it's something that he started doing during the beloved flux arc that everyone enjoyed? <laughs> well, he's in Manchester, so he feels like he really needs to assert like the fact that he's from Liverpool. Yeah, like but he doesn't he doesn't want to do it in a weird way. So he's like, if I assert where everyone's from, <laughs> then it's fine. He starts calling the doctor Gallifrey. <laughs> We need you to come up with a good strategy, Gallifrey. I hate Ringo Star voice so much. It's <laughs> so angry. We gotta come uh, up with a strategy, Gallifrey. We're stuck in a time loop. So the the Dalek uh the doctor kind of tries to taunt the Dalek by being like, Hey, you killed us, but we're alive again. Looks like you failed, and the Dalek's like, I didn't that wasn't the <laughs> The plan wasn't to kill you once. The plan was to kill you over and over again. Uh, so yeah, it kills them over and over again. Next loop, Sarah finds herself standing at the entrance, and she notes that the time on her phone is a little bit later than it was before. Hmm, that's odd. I think I think it was 11.51 at the start, yeah, and now it's like 11.53. Yeah. Um, I do want to say, if I have one critique about this episode and like the plotting of it. Oh, can I can I can I guess what it is? Cuz that's uh-huh. cuz I have a big critique too. 
which uh-huh. is the fact that the doctor just figures out or assumes that the time loop will close precisely at midnight on New Year's Eve. Because that there's really... absolutely no reason to believe that the is time that, loop that... will close. Was that what your criticism was? That is what it is. They're just like, <laughs> we're going to run out of time if it closes on midnight. Like, I know it's, I know it's, it's the New Year's special, it's but... It's the narratively satisfying time for it to happen. <laughs> so it's very, it's very arbitrary. The, 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 I mean, it's the TARDIS doing it, and the, we know that the TARDIS is a messy bitch who lives for drama. in serious ways. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the... They they all everyone realizes that they're in a time loop. Uh, Sarah goes to look for Nick. This was just uh, like in my favorite three or four or five indie games. <laughs> it was very trendy at the time. They were. Uh, I I love when the doc. This is such a funny scene. I love this part where the doctor like charges up to Nick and Sarah in the hallway who have they've uh, they've bumped into each other. They've established that they're in a time loop and that they're getting killed by robots. The doctor just like charges up to them with her psychic paper held aloft, and and Sarah is like, "You're from the Council Three Building Inspectors on New Year's Eve. You make me sick." And the doctor just like, "Well, I have to go with this line." And then, I guess. by the way, by the way, this joke made me a little bit, huh? Which is Nick at some point is like, "I don't know what's less likely." A time loop with killer robots or three people on the council working on New Year's Eve. Folks, am I right? It it did make me laugh. You I have no on? context for it, but boy, I mean, do British just, comedians love to talk about the council. I mean, I guess it's just like bureaucracy. Just a little bureaucracy. Just bureaucracy. I mean, I feel like if I was... Oh, yeah, the doctor, when, when, uh, when Sarah's like, are you from building control? The doctor's like, yes, we're here to control your building. <laughs> I would assume that the council is like the they're there to make like is it for council housing? If I'm not mistaken, it's city council. Okay, are they here to help like make a repair? Are well, they here to do well, an inspection? Sarah thinks that they're here to do an ins- like a surprise New Year's inspection with three inspectors, which is why she's so. Pissed I mean, off the building is fucking gigantic, so you'd need three people to look through <laughs> all of Jeff's contraband. I also like that the doctor corrects her when she's like. Oh my god, there's killer robots in the building and the doctor's like, it's a Dalek. And Sarah's like, you know what it's called? Is it your robot? <laughs> Ashling B, B is funny. She's really good in this. She's a great uh, she's, and, and part of me is like I think that this character is just like doing her comedic stylings. So it mm-hmm. was really hard for me to separate her from her character. <laughs> I was just like, that's Ashling B. I've seen her on Taskmaster. This is who she is. <laughs> even like even like she she uh not to not to like sit here and talk about Taskmaster for twenty five thousand minutes like oh, I do. Uh but the fact that she's on the phone with her mom and she says she says Mammy, like that's what she said on Taskmaster when they gave her mom the pineapple. So I was Which like is- so so good. It's so. Oh good. yeah, I was I was thinking about Ashling B's mom and that like, pineapple every like, time the phone rang. I was like, is that Ashling B's mom? <laughs> Is that a real mom? Why did they do that? <laughs> I I was I did I did wonder that very briefly at the start, but no. That is, yeah, that is, that <laughs> so is, the doctor explains to them what the Dalek is and that they're stuck in the time loop too. Although they still are going with the lie that they're from the council. Uh, the Dalek rolls in and starts blasting at them from the end of the hallway. Nick like tries to be chivalrous and block Sarah, but she says that he's being patronizing. <laughs> So he like takes cover behind her instead. He just he just grabs her and chucks her in front of the laser. 
they take cover in his storage unit. Right. And the doctor's like, great. So where's the way out? And he's like, well, there isn't one. It's a storage unit. And this is where we find out what Nick does with his storage unit, which is yes. that this is where every New Year's Eve he d- drops off things that his ex left him in his flat. Yes, like, the, the, the post-it notes are, are which ex and when they were dating. Basically, this is an art museum. This is an art <laughs> installation uh, of, of broken relationships. Uh, uh-huh. But it's really just that Nick is a tremendous weirdo. But his explanation, I totally got it when he was like... Well, what if they well, want their stuff back? I don't... I have a very small apartment. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to keep their stuff in my apartment Throw because out, you know it's kind of it's kind of uncomfortable, and also I don't have that much space. So I just bring it here. If anyone ever wants anything back, I've got it ready oh, for them. And of course, we later find out that's not why he was coming for- here, folks. They forfeit their stuff the second they decide to break up with him and left the stuff there. Put that shit in the trash. I did think it was very funny because we learn uh, uh, the. Oh, here I have it written down. the The post-it note on the Monopoly game is Simone, November twenty twenty, January twenty twenty one. Damn, not a lot. Which of time. means that he he dated this girl Simone for like one to two months. She brought Monopoly, and over in that house. short time span, she brought over a vintage copy of Monopoly. Broke, left it, left it there, and then broke up with him. And also, he hung on to it for the entire year so that he would have something to put in storage. He's a strange, he's a strange fella. But I, I'll just spoil it right now. He's coming to see Sarah, folks. What? Are you serious? That's all it is. Why That's the just, real I just reason. I into Josh voice for a second. Did you hear that? <laughs> Are you serious? So, yeah, I, she, but from her perspective... She's like, oh my god, this fucking guy, she, she, first of all, there's a little moment where they're like, are you killing these women? <laughs> he's like, no! I mean, not no. all of them, just some of them, just the ones that um, had it coming. So Sarah's like, you're, you're a weird guy, man. And Yaz and Dan, who are weird people, are like, hey, that's harsh. Weird guys. And Sarah goes off, she's, she's like... He's a fucking weirdo. He comes here every New Year's Eve to drop off stuff from his exes. Uh, and because he does that, my business is still operating and I have to be here on New Year's. And now because we're here on New Year's, there's a fucking robot trying to kill us. Oh, this is the part where she's like, now there's this robot. And they correct her, Dalek. Oh, and she's like, oh my god, this stupidly named robot. <laughs> how much is, uh, how much is, 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 uh, how much is Nick paying and... In, not rent. How much is he paying to store this stuff if it's single-handedly keeping her afloat? Well, she did inherit the business, so I assume that it's free. But, like, she has to pay to, to keep the power on. It's a no, big-ass she inherited building. the power Big-ass building. She inherited the power from her uncle. She surely needs to be able to buy food and stuff. She has an employee. I also, I like... <laughs> I, I did I did find it very funny that the lady who's running the storage facility as to like emphasize how much she hates her job that she yells at him just throw stuff away. She doesn't want to be here. She wants it to go. Out. She wants the, she if she had her way, this building would explode in a tremendous display of fireworks. That would be nice. So that would be nice Nick her. Nick feels bad. He runs out into the hallway. Uh, they, we didn't mention he, they like shut the big heavy metal door, which is why the Dalek is not currently in the room killing them. 
he runs out into the hallway and he's like, she's right. This is all my fault. Just kill me and leave them alone. <laughs> the doctor, meanwhile, is like, that, that's not, they don't, that's not how they work. That's not going to. And then the Dalek is like blasting its way through the wall and he's loving it and having great time as well. The doctor, yeah, which I, I, I thought, and maybe it's just because I've seen the great serial remembrance of the Daleks. I liked that. We know that there are special heavy weapons Daleks that blow everything up, and this is not one of them. So it takes its death ray a while to punch through the big metal God, door. I love the heavy weapons Daleks. I don't know that that's what they were going for, but it did make me think of the heavy weapons Daleks. I don't think they wanted us to think of the heavy weapons Daleks, but I... The Dalek wearing a shirt that has, <laughs> like, nip holes cut in where rocket launchers poke it out. It costs me $500,000 to fire this weapon for 12 seconds. <laughs> Did you catch mm-hmm. that as the Dalek is blasting the door, Dan holds a ski and an iron yes! like it's a spear and a shield? Dan the man. He, I love Dan. He is so ready to kill. I mean, he is waiting to kill. When we get to Legend of the Sea Devils next time, he has the bloodlust in him. I love Dan. <laughs> That's true. I, I love Dan. He's a killer. He's a freak. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows how many fucking people he killed during Flux. Yeah, he's he is ready to kill. So the doctor who has uh she's satisfied that there's definitely no other way out of this room. Sarah tells her that there's there's a, a big stash of weird shit from Jeff on the fifth floor. So come up here she, next loop and we'll see if we can find something to take care of the Daleks. Yes, this is also where the doctor first notices because she sees Sarah's phone that they are indeed losing a minute with each loop. Um, So she's like, okay, we need to be unpredictable. The Dalek is just like chasing us around. We need to go somewhere that it's not going to expect. Let's she says, let's not come back here. That's what it would expect. I don't know why the Dalek would expect them to go into the room where they got trapped and cornered, (laughs) but they look like, they look down on human, human. The Dalek doesn't know about the stash. We'll go up to the fifth floor uh, and then it blasts the door open and it kills them again. They run straight to the fifth floor. Uh, unfortunately uh, for, for Sarah, uh, a Dalek spawn camps her, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a second Dalek is in the building also. Yes. Uh, while the doctor and her friends are in the elevator, uh, she also theorizes that because of the barrier, I guess, she's like, the loop must be contained within this building, and that's why they want to keep us in. So if we get outside and make it past midnight, we'll be free from the loop. Again, I don't think there's any logic to that, but whatever, it's, fine. It's no rules just right, Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, so this is so good. So, so, so good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about Sarah and Nick's part, just so I don't have to interrupt this so, so, so good part. Uh, Sarah bumps into Nick, and she apologizes to him. And she's like, this is all, this is all the doctor's fault. We did, I didn't mention that the, the Dalek specifically said that it's here to kill the doctor. Uh, so Sarah's like, this has nothing to do with us. Let's just try to escape. Okay, great. Now that we've got that out of the way, I can talk about my favorite fucking thing in the episode is that Dan's when, when he hears that there's a second Dalek in the building, he stops the elevator on the second floor and he's like, I'll go keep the Dalek busy. You go up to the fifth floor. It'll kill me. We'll meet up in the next loop. This is my thank you to you for saving the universe in the hit serial flux. <laughs> so he gets off the elevator and he grabs a stray cardboard box and he runs back down to the first floor. 
And he greets the second Dalek and pretends to think that it's an automated kiosk. He is so funny in this scene. He's like, oh, are you new here? And the Dalek goes, I arrived 1.93 rels ago. He, like, complains about the the Dalek's, like, tone of voice. Oh my god, the part where he, he's like, oh, is this a camera? And he, like, taps the Dalek's eyepiece, and the Dalek goes, like, mad voice mode, and it's like, do not touch me! He's so angry. It's so funny. I love him. And because, because he's right up in the Dalek's face, it can't hit him. It's just slowly turning and trying to chase him with its turret, and he's just circling around it, and he's like, you need to work on your customer service skills. <laughs> Every time, like, there's that long-running bit on Doctor Who that, oh, Daleks can't climb stairs, even though they can, but it kind of seems like they can't. Dan has discovered a new tactic, which is if you just run around in a circle, around the, if you circle strafe, the mm-hmm. Dalek can't get to you. It doesn't, he doesn't really, he hasn't taken- That's a, what Ace did! He, in, in Remembrance of the Daleks, when she was attacking them with the bat, she's just, like, what, staying close and they can't hit her. Like, I love Dan! He's got- He's got no fear of death. I I cannot comprehend. You know, you read on some screen ran or something that that Dan, they were like, Dan is one of the all-time worst companions. I think that it's that Flux is one of the all-time worst Doctor Who seasons. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I I love Dan. Every time he's on screen, I'm just like, yay, it's, it's this guy. It's rare for me to find a companion that I don't love. Like, so far... I don't like Clara, and I st- I still want to believe that we just that was just a fucking just a stupid episode. episode. I still don't know if Matt Lucas is a robot, and also with whether or not Matt Lucas is a companion. But like every Wikipedia compa- says that he is. Every every companion we've seen so far is pretty great. Like I like Ryan, I like Graham, I like Dan the man. Like yeah. they're all they're all good. They're all good. They're all good. They all bring a they all bring a little something to the show. Leela is. Leela's out of her mind with bloodlust. Fucking Ace is all time. Uh, Rose is really good. We haven't really seen much. Of, we have barely seen any of Martha or uh, Rory or Amy Pond. Like, we've seen two episodes. Can we fucking please roll a Matt Smith episode for the <laughs> love of God? And there it is. Please? Why, why have we seen so little of him? He's in so <laughs> okay. many episodes. I'm so angry about this. All right. Okay. Back to it. Back to it. Mm. Uh so the Dalek detects Artron particles on Dan, which we, the, those were mentioned in Rosa, I remember. And it's like, you are a companion of the Doctor, this is a stalling technique, and Dan is like, haha, I win, and he just accepts the death ray with grace. I, yeah, I mean, it's great, it's it's fantastic, I, I love him. Sorry, while we're on companion talk, br- real quick, mm-hmm. we haven't seen Donna yet, have we? No, we haven't. <laughs> I, I know that, I think Lauren said that Donna is one of her favorites, or Donna's maybe her favorite. I know Donna's favorite. a fan favorite. No, I'm Donna's excited to meet so her. so fucking good. Holy shit. Okay. It's going to be hard for me to, because I've only seen that actress when she was horrible on The Office, but so was everybody else at we that just point need in the to show. Like, we just need to get all these Jody episodes out of the way. That's what we're doing. It's sort of like, I've often thought that it's like when you have, you know when you have a, a meal? Yeah. And you've got a side dish that you're not really too fond of. That's just like a big pile of like roasted onions and peppers. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't hate this, but it's not really what I'm here for. So I'm just going to power through them. Except, except and then when I get this... to the end, I get to enjoy 
my delicious main course for Except the whole meal. In this analogy, every time you're about to take a bite, you roll a dice. Right, and the waiter brings you a, a, an even bigger pile of onions and peppers. <laughs> and, then, and then, but you say, well, the good news is I know that the restaurant will eventually run out of onions and peppers for me to eat. So if I just keep rolling pepper and onion, I'll run but this out of week, it. This week, the waiter brought over a big piece of nice broccoli. And I was like, and I was like yes. yeah, and sometimes the And sometimes the side dish is pretty good. Like, don't it's get me still, wrong. Right, it's still part of the roast veggies era. Right, but I'm all for roast veggies when, when they come good. out. When they come out with the big backpack full of uh, of sprouts and and onions and <laughs> and stuff, yeah, it's pretty good. But uh, uh, so meanwhile, uh, Sarah and Nick, uh, they go into the basement, which is where the other exit is. Uh, there is and... a door that looks like a cow door. What was up with the cow door? It was just like it was just like a weird, like rusted door, it and just, like in the it, darkness, it, it kind of looked, looked like, like a cow, cow door. door. It's just like black and white splotches. Yeah, I love every time Sarah gets exasperated in this episode because they see the TARDIS and she's like, "What the fuck is this?" But then even more than that, she sees that there's even more of Jeff's stuff. She so is... she's like, "What is this weird vehicle, Jeff?" <laughs> I love Jeff. I love Jeff, the crime guy. Uh, so a Do- they see a Dalek looking around, and they like take cover. And she apologizes to Nick because she lied when he. I don't. I don't even know if we talked about this. This was such a when they bumped into each me. other last loop. Yeah, he's she's... like, "Oh, you weren't downstairs when I went looking for you because you came to save me." And and Sarah's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's." But now she apologizes. She's like, "I'm sorry." I wasn't coming to save you. I was looking for a weapon, uh, and and I and thank you for trying to save me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go back to Yaz and the doctor, and Dan also as well. Uh, Yaz asks the doctor, and I assume that this is flux stuff. Are we ever going to get that moment on the beach where you tell me everything that happened? And the doctor says, "Yeah, for sure, dude." Does she want to like talk about the war doctor? Remember the war doctor? Ugh, ugh, the lore doctor. The lore- the war doctor? But no, it wasn't the war doctor, it was the fugitive doctor. The fugitive doctor, yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Uh, which I'm still interested. I know that it's Flux, but I still want to know what... I Actually, no... it wasn't... It, it didn't start with Flux, because in the next time on, after Praxius, I think, the fugitive doctor was in that one. I I do not see these next time ons. I don't know, like, every time I, I see I see the credits start... I watch like, it on HBO Max. Me too, but, like, I don't know. I think I think you're making this shit up. No, you... I think, I think, that, I think it's usually after the end credits. Um, and... Oh, maybe that's why. Um, oh, and then they go into the Beans room. Did we talk about the Beans room? The room yeah, with the beans I didn't beans. get what this was, because it's, like, the can... They're canned beans, but it's, like, beef and beans... And there's a line here, because, like, Sarah is so grossed out by it, and now Yaz is like, who eats beans and thinks these could do with being a bit beefier? And I'm like, have you never had a burrito? I mean, I'm assuming this is, like, old person food, like, or, uh, I feel like this this whole, like, it's kind of... I don't know, British people and their beans, I don't trust anything that I they mean, say. I mean, it's kind of like, for us, and I'm not saying this food is bad, because I have had it, but I'm not, I'm about to dunk on a person's cuisine, uh, a cultural cuisine, no. It's like if you Are you about it, to say gefilte fish? No, yeah, no, but I would have, but I was saying, like, if you walked into a room and there was just thousands of cans of Spam. Not Mike, not, and Spam is good in the right context, but I'm just saying, like, I think it has a reputation for being kind of, like, low-class 
gross fake food. I see what you mean. That's my guess. I do want to say, I do want to get this on the record that I do love gefilte fish. Ugh. Oh, God. It's so good, Disgusting. though. Disgusting. It's so good. Uh, you just don't look at it. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't eat it either. It's not the trick. Oh, it's so good. Uh, okay. So they they go to the, the fourth unit. And because the, they're just like shit, this one shit, is full shit. Of, this one is full of bombs. This one is full of like. Well, like, the fourth unit is an apartment. Oh yeah, the fourth unit is an apartment. And this really got my hopes up because I was waiting Jeff for. To show well, I was waiting for the loop where they just come across like Jeff asleep in this unit, and they're like, "Oh shit, we gotta get him out of here too now." But yeah, I I was I was waiting for them to like find Jeff asleep in the corner of that room or like. At the end, spoilers, when they blow up the whole building, I I was waiting for Jeff to, like, dr- like pull up in his car and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> the top half and the bottom half of Jeff's body are just completely separate. My house! <laughs> um, and then in the fifth unit, it's a ton of hazardous and explosive chemicals. Some of which look like little mini nukes from Fallout to me. <laughs> I, I did like the callback where the doctor basically says the exact same thing that Sarah does, where she's like, hazardous chemicals, stuff that if it caught on fire would cause devastating it was consequences. Funny. It was a funny joke. Oh, yes. Sometimes crisps, crisps can be funny. And it's why I resent him a little bit, because I just wish... You know how, like, sometimes game when a game studio makes a game, they make a bad one, and sometimes they make a good one. I just think... If oh, I yeah, were, yeah, for sure. If I, I were I've Chris Chibnall, yeah. I would only make good ones, and then we wouldn't have to complain, mm. right? I don't understand why everyone doesn't just do that with everything right. that they why don't do they in just every make it, Why don't they just make them good? I've just never gotten it. You know what, though? I, I'm glad that there's another Chris Chibnall episode that I genuinely really like, because it... I, I don't... I don't want to just want to like, and be like oh no. Right. Like now there's suspense. <laughs> now there's stakes. Right. Like same with the same with the Moffat era, like the the Tumblr era as I like to call it. Like some of those episodes are really fucking good and some of them are yeah. really 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 bad and now we get to to enjoy and that's kind of why I when I pitched Dr. Ha huh to you, I told you that Dr. Ha huh has some incredibly bad episodes, a lot of really no, we mid don't. episodes. And, you said Doctor Ha. Uh, huh? Yes, Doctor Ha huh has a lot of bad episodes. No. Doctor Who. And is I can't most... wait to get started on making them. Doctor Who is mostly mediocre mid episodes, and then there's some that are astronomically terrible, and then there's some that are like the best TV shows I've ever seen. <laughs> so we get a lot of fun on this one. But yeah, I do. It's going to be really funny when we when we do get our next eleventh uh, Doctor episode, and we're like, yes, yes, and then it just sucks ass. Look, it sucks ass. It sucks ass in a different way, though. Is the thing that's, like, that's very the true. variety. That very it's true. it's we know the we know what we're getting with it and it's something a little bit different and that's important to me anyway so jeff has a room full of explosive chemicals who is this guy we never find out he's not I, in it i was know, really hoping he'd no, have a little appearance at the end but he doesn't honestly i think it's funnier that there's just a mysterious man who breaks all the rules <laughs> he's, just, <laughs> yeah. he's just out here um the dalek rolls in and starts shooting at them they die uh, Do they die here not not in they this run scene. away which I did think was odd that he didn't blow up all of the explosives. <laughs> we then get a scene, we get like a little like confession moment from Nick and Sarah where Nick confesses that he's had a crush on her and that's why he comes every... every... Because he knows that Jeff always lets her down, so she will always be here on New Year's Eve. Feeling, very sad. Feeling very sad. He, uh, uh, 
he doesn't say that part. He no, doesn't no, no. say, no. I know you'll be vulnerable and sad. No. That was me saying yeah. that. <laughs> but he's just like, I know you'll always be here. From my perspective, why don't you just come other times? And then, yeah. And and also, uh, well, we learned that he's a gigantic weirdo. Uh, Sarah's like, you've come every year for three years just to say hi to me, like, once a year? What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? I... I do want to say the reason that they get killed in this loop is that he says it's been a, a three year long crush, and she's like, "What the fuck?" And the Dalek is just like, "On my way." Oh, and this rules. Uh, the Dalek kills Nick, and then she says, "You're gonna be sorry for that." And then the Dalek, it, you know, uh, Kingdom Hearts dialogue. <laughs> Daleks are never sorry. So good. I love so good. Daleks. I love them. She tries to she tries to leave through the big metal door, but it's rusted shut, which I thought would be relevant to it the end. It doesn't I know. I was like I was like, wait, but they just open it at the end. How do they I do will that? say, and I this is one of those things that you notice when you watch the episode five times. Uh-huh. It's not like rusted shut like as in there's no getting this door open. It's rusted shut as in it slows her down when she's trying mm. to leave. Like, she's, she does almost get it she open. She just didn't mash Y fast enough to get it open. That's right. Uh, the Doctor and Yaz end up surrounded by Daleks. Oh. Uh, when someone and... gets surrounded by Daleks, I, I, my, one of my eyebrows raises and I say, hmm? Can these two just, can, can they, they just, just fucking die? I miss Dan. Come on, oh, let, yeah, let yeah. me rejoin this no, squad. This is, that was what I was thinking. It's like, no, the second one of them dies, they need to, they need to just, I, it's like a, it's like in ReZero. I always thought this in ReZero, and I know that, and and I know this is like breaks the narrative of the show when there's so many <laughs> moments of uncertainty. Like, does he does he know that he's really going to come back every time? But if I was uh, Subaru, I would just kill myself constantly every moment anything goes remotely wrong so i could start over like you're like you're starting a new hades run right. fresh like like i didn't playing... get the build i wanted on the fifth floor <laughs> i might as well just start over i will say uh in the visual not the visual in the light novel uh subaru does agonize over whether or not he has a limited number of retries right. so <laughs> it's, it's i don't think they get into it in the end right but there's, it's so good but yeah Check it out. That's if the second I am like, well, D- Dan is dead. Okay, I'm just gonna blam. Okay, we're, we're trying again. <laughs> Dan, no. <laughs> Hi, Dan. <laughs> uh, so the the doctor asks the Daleks why they created this time loop, and they're like, "We didn't create the time loop. Your TARDIS did, and we simply followed the say it with me, everyone." Unusual energy readings. Wait, can we do? Wait, can we try that one more time? One. Two, three. Radial tracking. Tracking. We never figured out which which order of the words it is. I think it was radial tracking map, but I know that you always say radial map tracking, so I tried to outplay you. Are you you thinking what I'm thinking, Jesse? (laughs) (laughs) Unusual energy readings. Is that Jesse? Is that Jesse? That was supposed to be a Dalek saying it in that tone of voice. Oh. There's no tone of voice when it comes to Daleks. They just do one. (laughs) So they they say that they are here for revenge. And she's like, oh, for what? And they're like, for the war fleet that you destroyed. And she's like, okay, good. I thought it was going to be for the genocide. Right. Like the doctor has killed the Daleks so many times. uh, But apparently this is specifically because of Flux. And then You're she gonna have to be more like, specific about which time I killed millions every of Dalek, you at once. Yeah, every, all the Dalek children and uh, this, 
Sorry, while I'm thinking about genocide, I need to tell you an amazing thing I learned that I That is a hell of a sentence. Go ahead. No, it's a t- movie movie thing. Uh it's it, when a when a big thing gets blown up and a bunch of people die. Okay. We all know that at the end of the beloved movie Star Wars a New Hope, Luke shoots a makes a one in a million shot and he blows up the Death Star. And I was uh-huh. curious about how many people died when Luke did that. And they were all home from work that day. I want to get the exact word. It was here. in like Batman v Superman. It was the abandoned commercial district of the Death Star that he blew up. It is maybe the fun. Okay, here it is. This is on Wikipedia, and it it ruined my life. <laughs> According to Star Wars reference books, the population of the Death Star was 1.7 million military personnel, 400,000 maintenance droids. And 250,000 civilians, associated contractors, and catering staff. (laughs) (laughs) He killed all the caterers! He killed them all! Think how many people were running around with ice cream makers trying to get out of there before it was too late. They were just trying to get some decent meals to these stormtroopers. I mean, to be fair... Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you're if you're feeding those mouths, if you're feeding those mouths, do you not have it coming a little bit? I just love that somebody wrote a book at some point was like, we need to make sure that people know that Luke killed all those caterers. <laughs> does that weigh heavy on his conscience, or does he not give a no, shit? No, he hates caterers. He hates them. Okay, back to back to talking about. Doctor. He didn't grow up with caterers. I'm glad so he has that, no respect. I'm for really glad do. that you thought that was as funny as I did. <laughs> And now you can So the doctor says one of the weakest defenses I've ever heard. She's like The Santarans were gonna do it. It wasn't my idea to use the flux to devastate your war fleet. The Santarans were already doing it, and then I just did it instead of them. All is forgiven! Goodbye! (laughs) So that's the end of the So the Daleks kill them. Uh they run straight for reception this time. Welcome back, Dan. Good to see you again. We have five minutes. Five minutes per loop because the loop will close at midnight because it's narratively satisfying. I really liked the way that the doctor walks up to Sarah with with this like, hey, what the fuck was that expression? Mm-hmm. Hey, remember when we were going to meet on the fifth floor? Uh, Sarah is like, there's no time to talk about what I did. Uh, we need to go get Nick. Because he's a weirdo, but with a good heart. And my friend says that good-hearted weirdos are keepers. And then Yaz, and Yaz looks directly at the doctor. at the doctor. Oh. And Dan notices. Dan notices. He's going to have a good heart-to-heart with her later. And Sarah says that they can't leave Nick alone because he always dies at five to midnight. So if he dies earlier. this time, he'll be locked in. It'll be locked in right. to the loop. So. so the doctor's like, okay, I'm going to go save him. You stay here, and then we go to Nick. We're trapped it. between two dollars. We uh, okay. Time for you know we 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 introduced this bit a couple weeks ago, but then we immediately forgot about it. This is my cool time moment. Um, <laughs> Nick is trapped between two Daleks, and I know you and I are both going. Do it, do it, do it, do it. He he literally says to them, he's like, "All right, say it, say it, exterminate," and then and he, he fucking ducks. ducks and they blast each other to death. It just works. How many times have we seen this this ploy? And you know what? Strategy work. I I could be annoyed at the fact that it works every time, but it's delightful. I thought it was great. I love when the doctor finds him celebrating, and it's like, "Holy shit! How did you beat them?" And he's like, 
Uh, it was a combination of uh, strategic analysis, weapons knowledge, and battle-ready thinking. And she's like, did you duck? And he's like, yeah. And she goes, nice! It's so <laughs> good! I love that! It's she the like one... pats him on the shoulder did like, we... hell yeah, dude! Okay, we saw this work on the cyber troopers or whatever in Renscore Up Kolos. Did this happen uh-huh. with... Did the Daleks do this in a different episode? We have not seen the Daleks... This is the second time we've actually seen this happen, I think. I there thought... was a sort of one where in in the Robin Hood episode, they surrounded the robot right. and like pinged the laser around it. <laughs> that kind of counts. And then and then in 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 remembrance of the Daleks, Ace didn't make the Daleks shoot each other, but she did duck under their lasers and that that and that it took by them enough time to defeat yes. them. Um, uh, I do also want to say, I can't remember if it's happened yet, but something that never fails to make me laugh is when the Daleks go, HALT! And they go, NO! <laughs> just keep running. The Daleks are just perfect. I love them. Because the Daleks, they have incredibly powerful, terrifying weapons, but they turn pretty slowly. They're very... <laughs> and if you just keep running and you go in a direction that they have to turn to face you, they probably won't get you. They're not great at getting. The getting part is the hard part. Um, they but all- if they if they get like mid range, you're fucked. Right. They're uh, they're definitely a mid range kind of uh, hero. They 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 go back downstairs. I love that Nick is like. I just killed two Daleks, two top-level Daleks. I love that. And the doctor's like, don't milk it. They're all the same type. We we got rid of Dalek ranks a long time ago. (laughs) I killed the big head one. So the the doctor says, okay, uh, we don't have time in this loop to get up to the fifth floor. Uh, Oh, no, no. I I think their plan was to lure the Daleks to Jeff's chemical room trick them into exploding themselves and then run back down to the basement. But they're like, we, we're we not going to have time for that at this point. So their plan is so, that they're going to take advantage of the time loop and use this current loop to bamboozle the Daleks by doing a fake plan? That That's, I think, the next loop, but <laughs> that is a thing. Maybe, I can't, it's either toward the end of this loop or it's the next loop, I don't remember. But, uh, yeah, so she uh sarah tells them there's more jeff stuff in the basement that she hasn't had a chance to look at yet uh dan suggests that on the next loop they split up some of them bring jeff's uh explosives down to the basement some of them draw the daleks around the doctor says and i like that she describes this as her party trick is using the sonic screwdriver to do what she calls sonic ventriloquism she's always doing this we've always seen her do this is that is that a joke or no, has she actually done never. it? Okay, I was gonna say, but yeah, she's like, I can like bounce the sound of us running around to different spots with the screwdriver and bait them to Daleks go where are, we aren't. Daleks are so dumb, and I love them for it. No thoughts, can empty, except for the little squid in there. <laughs> we do see the little squids after Nick blows them up with each other. Yeah, they don't do any. They don't do any grabbies though, which I was sad about. <laughs> well that was a mutant one right they were the mutant Daleks. Daleks that was not a normal one right. uh, so this was confusing but it turns out it makes perfect sense later when the doctor's like we will need an ignition trigger and then Sarah's mom calls her and the doctor says aha we will use the phone and if you can get her to call you at 10 seconds to midnight it'll trigger the explosion there's more to it than that it didn't make sense the way she described it but it does make sense when it happens uh, 
I like this part where Sarah, like, goes off on her mom and she's like, if your plan is to get my mom to call me at a specific time, then we're fucked. And the doctor just, like, stares at her like, can you please take this seriously? (laughs) Did you notice, by the way, and this is one of those things that you notice when you watch the episode five times, but when, when Sarah says, if that's the, if that's what we need to happen, then we're fucked. It, like, cuts to a reaction shot of the doctor, and they clearly, like, slowed it down. What? It's like, it's like a three-second shot of her staring at Sarah, and I'm pretty sure that they just didn't have as much footage as they thought that they did, because it's, like, it's, like, weirdly, like, frame by frame of her staring. Weird. I did see, I did see her, a shot of the doctor making the funny meme not bad face later. (laughs) <laughs> i didn't i don't know when that was you posted that screenshot i did not catch that i already face. forgot about it unfortunately Oops, oh well. uh but sarah's like okay i will i will try uh and then we get what i would say is the worst part of the episode oh the, when the, the doctor speech. when the doctor gives a reason you rock speech oh it, it cringes it, it cringes she did that knowledge. in praxis too and it sucked that time i get this is the doctor thing this is the thing the doctor does sometimes and you go oh you clever humans you're always come on you brilliant humans oh but i don't know it maybe <laughs> i i it's just it just didn't doesn't work for me and she's I like think it, it kind of dragged on a little too she long. says I like it could have worked if it was a little shorter because her whole she, thing is Sarah's like, like you're you try again and you mess up and you make mistakes and you learn from your mistakes and you try again and then she like goes off the rails about forming bonds and yes making friends if, right because if all that she said was we try, we fail, we try again, we improve each time, and then we win. That's a if good, that that's was a good all speech. the speech was, I'd be like, that's hell good. yeah. Yeah! But the part where she starts literally summarizing the episode, and she's like, and then you apologize to Nick. Mm-hmm. So now Nick trusts you even more. And that that makes Nick reach social link level <laughs> she, 7. She pulls, out then, a, she pulls out a chalkboard. Your relationship becomes 25% stronger each loop. <laughs> and then, if we actually divide this by the number of people that are here... Oh my god, and then she's like, and we're in, we're forming these bonds between us, and this is what being alive is all about! And I'm just like, just just uh, take, s- strip it down, on it down make it bit. like half the length. I think this, this is why totally this episode fine. was an hour long, and she went on for 15 minutes. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and then three Daleks appear and them. kill them all immediately. <laughs> Wait, is this the part? There's. I think it's the next one that they, yeah, the next one they die doing a heroic pose. It's great. No, 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 no. Uh, may- maybe. There's a lot of that toward the end. But Sarah runs to the elevator, but the Dalek, like, blows up the, like, power oh, yeah, this panel sucks. thing on this the wall. This is a bad loop. Yes, this is the, this is the obligatory bad loop. Uh, and, and Sarah's like, no, that's not fair. Daleks are not, not fair. fair. And then Nick d- also immediately dies in the dark. The power goes out, right? And yeah, then it, it, that's why she then the doctor the is like, "Oh God, the plan! Oh no, it's dark. I gotta go." This is this is the part where I was like, "You know what? I like it here." Where she she like takes out her sonic screwdriver, she turns into a flashlight, which is another thing I just have to fucking get over mm-hmm. it. And <laughs> she like runs away, like waving it, and <laughs> it just looks ridiculous. And I like that. And yeah, it's but, just like angry about it. She's like, yeah, yeah. She's she's unhappy then, that the doctor is leaving them behind. Yeah, but the doctor's like, we're in the dark. I need you to stay here. I need to know exactly where you are. Oh, this is weird. Uh, um, what's that? When, well, Dan gives, Dan gives, he has like a pep talk about feelings and about like 
you need, you know, do you like the doctor, blah, 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 blah. But he says that we spent four years traveling the world together. Yes, which I'm assuming I, that means that flux took place over the course of four years. I'm I'm also thinking that there was four years of them adventuring together because I he says he specifically says I know you really well from the four years we spent traveling the world together, which doesn't sound like that's that's such a bond that they would have, that that's such a in. bond that they would form though like like I didn't realize that they were. I always felt like Dan was like the the leftover, like or Yaz was like the leftovers from this other group of companions. Well, but now if, I kind of want to rewatch um, a little, not the whole thing, but a little bit of Legend of the Sea Devils and see the scenes with them interacting, specifically with the pirate costume, because I think the tone of Yaz telling him to wear the pirate costume and him doing it is pretty different when we know that these two are like best buds. They're buddies. They are buddies. Have we? Yeah, have he's we actually? Like, Sorry, do you know, have we gotten the finale Jodie Whittaker episodes yet? Have they aired? Have we seen them? We know that Matt, uh, that David Tennant yeah. comes back. They, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. We, we, she has regenerated into David Tennant and everyone's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I, are, are Dan and, and, uh, and Yaz still there? I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, Interesting. But, so yeah, he's like, have you told her how you feel about her? Yaz pretends not to know what he means and... He says a line that, and I think this is really funny because he says, please, you didn't have Kane looking at that hologram. And I said, well, that's just a bunch of words that you put in the episode. So I Googled that specific quote and there is a Reddit thread from an American viewer being like, hey, can any British person explain what the fuck this means? <laughs> and, and there's was, so many comments from other American viewers being like, thank you. And, and the funny, apparently, it was me. I posted that. What apparently to Kane means to, like, really, really do something. So he's saying, you didn't half cane how much you look. He's saying you really looked at that hologram. There's probably a hologram of the Doctor talking to them. Maybe I'm assuming they got so. split up during Flux and they had to travel with independently without the Doctor. Which I'm just going to make a prediction on what's on the hologram. I'm going to say that in the hologram, the Doctor says You're all uh, clever something to the effect of, humans. we'll have a beach day where I'll tell you everything. Man, if there was, if there's like a significant part of Flux where it's just the Yaz and uh, Yaz and Dan the Man show where they're traveling together trying to solve shit, that would be okay. I want to see it. I want to see. I want to see it. I don't want to see Flux. I want to see. I want. I don't want to see Flux, but I want to see the travels of Yaz and Dan. Yeah. So Yaz gets really flustered, and then she admits, "Yes, it's true, but I don't know what to do about it." Dan says, "Hey, you remember what's her name? Do you remember her name?" No. Oh, the girl who gets the girl who gets put in the hostage robot. Yeah, she was she was in Legend of the Sea Devils too. At the end, yeah. I can't remember her name. Her was name. Like was it Julian? Diane? Diane. Good memory. Okay, I guess I can remember her name unless we're both wrong. Uh, but yeah, he's like, I waited too long to tell someone that I liked her, and then the universe ended then, while I was stalling. And then they put her in a they put her in a robot and karate chopped it. But she is fine in Legend of the Sea Devils, so it's okay. Uh, so yeah, he's like, you gotta tell her, you can't just wait for the universe and to end again. Yaz is crying, and then they get blasted. They get blasted. Uh, and then the doctor also gets blasted. Yeah, she finds Sarah's corpse, and she's like, well, this is a bad loop, and then she dies. Uh, I love that the next loop just starts with the doctor, like, angrily stomping forward, where she's like, that was a really bad one. I'm really pissed off about that last loop. <laughs> we gotta try again. I gotta get a better time. We're speedrunning this shit. Oh my god, what it... 
she finds Jeff's boxes near the TARDIS and she's like, okay, let's see what's in them this time. And it's fireworks. And I think she goes, Jeff, you bad, bad man. <laughs> Jeff is Jeff is a sicko. He's breaking all the rules. Oh my god. They're gonna find uh, like they're gonna find Jeff doing some real fucked up. Like there's gonna be some drug, like meth in one of these boxes. Well, not anymore. Not anymore, yeah. Not by the end of the episode, there won't be. Vampire his vampire cattle. Uh, she kind of snaps at Yaz to go get Sarah and Nick and don't don't argue. But then she feels bad and she's like, look, I'm sorry, but I, I can't let you die as a result of my own actions, which we don't know what she means, and neither does Yaz. Uh, Yaz goes to get them, and Dan is like, you know she likes you, and the doctor's like, oh, well, I like her too, and Dan's like, come on, doctor. She like, likes You are 2,000 years old. Don't fucking act like you don't know what <laughs> I'm talking about. At this point, you're 9,900 years old. We skipped a lot of it. <laughs> you should know what it means to want to kiss one of your own companions. You've done it at least. Yeah, and I, I like that Dan, like, calls her out on her bullshit. Yeah, He's like, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Dan's, Dan is... The man. He's the one. He, he's con- he's con- confronting the doctor. He's standing up. For Yaz. For Yaz. His friend. His friend Yaz, who he traveled Oh, this with. is another part where a Dalek tries to shoot Yaz as she's running he's past. Running, she's it's like, stop moving. And she's like, why would All I do that? Bye. Activating bullet time. <laughs> um, okay, so Sarah and Nick are upstairs yeah. getting all of the chemicals. This is where we finally get the joke about He's like, why is it called Elf Storage? She says, because the S fell off. Ha 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 Yeah, I like that they just, they, that's just the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> just move right past it. He says, uh, you're right. My exes are probably not going to ask for their stuff back. Uh, Here, so, I think this oh, episode yeah, because should... she's like, if they blow up the, the, the storage facility, all that stuff's getting destroyed. He's like, that's okay. Yeah. Um, and then Yaz... Makes it to the top to the fifth. Wait, wait, not, oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Not, sorry, not, sorry. Not, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Sarah, Sarah says, um, or she's like, what are you going to do without this place? She says, I've always wanted to travel, um, but I've never had but anyone to travel. But I just never had anyone to travel with. Hmm. Hmm. Gee, I wonder if my... <laughs> Is it possible? Could love bloom on the battlefield? <laughs> uh, yeah, then Yaz runs in and is like, the plan has changed. Leave the stuff. Come to the basement. Uh, this is where we they get all the regroup. plan to bamboozle the Daleks. Yes, the doctor's like, we have two more loops. So we're not getting out on this loop. We're not going to get out on the next one. The next loop, because gonna... the Daleks are following everything we do and using it to plan for the next loop. So we need to plan two loops ahead. Next loop, we don't do anything productive whatsoever. We just lead them around the building, act like we're going somewhere we're not. And then they will think they know what this, we're going to do on the final loop. This is such video game bullshit to me. I can totally imagine the video game where you have to like set up two loops in advance and get the. It's like a, a you have to get the guards like following. I liked Deathloop, but this is what I hoped Deathloop. Man, would be. I wish Deathloop was a good game. Sorry, I didn't like Deathloop. Really, I I, I liked it a lot, but I thought it was going to be. I a little was bit more. hugely disappointed by it. I thought it was going to be a completely different game than it was. It just oh, to me it enough. just felt like dishonored but worse. <laughs> to me it felt like dishonored but different. And I did really like it, but I thought there was gonna be like I, I don't need to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, they they have one they're gonna have one loop. They're gonna do a silly to get loop everything perfectly. They're gonna do in a one silly minute. loop and then a serious loop. Yes. And then the doctor does something that I really like. Um where uh 
she gestures at a non-existent watch when isn't it when the daleks come in right yeah she's like like, well look 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 at the time Uh uh-huh just kidding no watch for me i like it i like yeah i like i like how she this is another thing that i i thought i didn't like it the first time but yeah she like looks at her wrist and she's like oh look look who's showing up so late just kidding haven't gotten a she like stands on one foot and like leans forward and is like just doing it for show and does like a big flourish and this is when the daleks all kill them and they're doing like a fun pose yeah good shit uh yeah you might notice that in my notes i wrote that it doesn't work at all i dis i disagree with that (laughs) you like you like but yeah she's like she like taunts them and i think it i think it is like good characterization for the daleks that they are totally trolled by this that she's like she pretends to be really cocky about the amazing plan that they're going to execute on the next loop and they're like got it got it got it got it so yeah next loop Sarah runs to the elevator and she's like, I have to get to the fifth floor. Uh, she FaceTimes her mom. She and tells her mom that she like, nice loves her and yeah. sorry, I don't call it. And anymore. her mom's like, are you drunk? <laughs> um, then, oh, this part is the most. I, I, okay. Nick. I loved this. Nick makes like a, a retaining, like a, he makes cover out of all of his ex's things. And the Dalek's like, come out, human! And then the Dalek blasts all of the uh, the things from his exes, and he goes... Okay, I wanna... Can we can we do this dialogue? Can I be the Dalek? Because yes. I lost it at this. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he says... Thanks for the therapy! Explain! X terminated. <laughs> Come on. It's that, that little that little beat as the Dalek just stares at him and, and it's like him. <laughs> <laughs> it's I love so that. funny. It's really good. Chris must have been sitting on that for this years. This is a good episode. I like this app. X Terminated. This is a good app. Loved it. Um uh, Ashling Nope. <laughs> I called her Ashling in my notes. She's just Didn't do that for the whole episode. Yeah. Sarah. Sarah arrives at the top floor. I will say, this one I didn't like. And I think part of it was that she didn't, like... She didn't feel like she bought into the joke yeah. at all. She arrives at the fifth floor and she's like, Fifth floor, women's shoes. Like, oh, yeah, it she's just felt really, like, like yeah, half-hearted as a joke. And then the Dalek kills her. And then, this one rules, though, too. Uh, the Doctor, Yaz, and Dan are all in Jeff's apartment, storage room apartment. Just and hanging out. Hanging yeah, out the doctor's the like, the Dalek rolls in, the doctor's like, hey, we were about to watch Hootenanny. <laughs> They're all, eat, like, about to open the nasty beans that they all hate. Yeah. I do I do think this is completely ridiculous, that their plan is to make the Daleks think that their plan is to sit in this room. Daleks aren't very bright, are they? Just... I guess part of it, though, is it's not just that the Daleks will think that this is their plan, it's that because they're not trying to do their real plan, the Daleks, the Daleks no don't learn anything. Yeah, the Daleks this, have no clue what they're, they're going to do thing. next. The real, the real secret of it. Uh, but she's like, she's like, oh, do you have any plans for the holiday? Are you going to hang out with any friends or anything? And it goes, Daleks do not have friends. <laughs> and then it kills them. I thought they were all friends with each other. That's sad. Yeah, because they were having, they like, in remembrance of the Daleks, they were having that rave. <laughs> In the basement. <laughs> uh, it's the final loop. Sarah calls her mom and says, call me back at 10 seconds to midnight. No, the lines will not be full. That's not Doesn't how it work. works. Goodbye. 
Um, they grab it. They, 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 there's a very daring moment where they, uh, where they all grab the chemicals and run down the hallways. The Dalek is just blasting them. Bam, bam. Bam. Yeah, this like, is uh, this Frank is a Reynolds. real like good thing the Daleks can't hit anything that's yeah. moving. Yeah, because that would be a real shit ending to the final loop, right? But you know, television, whatever. Uh, the Doctor sets up the explosive. She puts Sarah's phone, which she has in some way modified, which we will learn in a bit. She has modified the phone so that she could remotely answer the call. Uh, She's basically and, just trying to turn the phone into like bait, I guess. Yes, and she she sets down the phone on the explosives and says, and I quote, "Haven't seen this much gunpowder since 1605." Did so she, I guess the doctor did she try to blow up Parliament? I think she might have been friends with Guy Fox, or maybe she or was maybe Guy she Fox. Tried to, I mean, I'm assuming knowing surely she was in the lore of this. The implication is she there's tried probably to, an episode where she foils, foils the gunpowder. Yeah, she, or she tried to blow a parliament and she's like, aha, better luck next time. Ooh, and I have idea. all the time in the world because I have a time machine. Anyway. So she sends everyone away to escape through the door. She turns out the power with the sonic screwdriver, whatever. Uh, I love when the Daleks are like, activating dark vision error, dark vision interfered with it is the doctor. God damn it. Can I tell you a I real... thought she wouldn't this do that. A, this isn't a joke. This isn't a joke. I genuinely thought that there was going to be a part where they were going to splatter their little eyepieces with all the beans and beef. And I really <laughs> wish they had. Why didn't they do Come that? Come on. It would have been so embarrassing for them. And they would have been like, beans and beef are worst enemy. <laughs> Yuckaroo. <laughs> This is the cruelest thing since the genocide. <laughs> since the doctor blew up my friends. They have friends. They had friends. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> I hate these guys. Anyway, so she yeah. uses her sonic ventriloquism her from before trick. to make them... What's that? Her, her classic trick she's always using. Yeah, her party trick. To make them think that she's hiding behind this pile of explosives. And then... The phone rings, she remotely answers it, and we see Sarah's mom pop up on the phone and go, Sarah? And then the Daleks go, confirmed, there's somebody behind the stuff! Sarah, you got killed by a robot. Um, They all escape through the door that was rusted I wa- whatever. I do wish there was just a little, just one, like, half-second shot of Sarah's mom being like, what the? But I guess the lights were off, so it wouldn't yeah. have made sense. Damn it. Um, the building go, it goes up and it, we see the building explode and like they animated the whole building exploding in a way that I kind of dug. Like, it was really cool. And like, yeah, we see the whole building collapse. The fireworks start going off, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Nick says like, hey, f- hey, fair, fair play to Jeff. Those are some dope fireworks. Love to see it. Um, there's some, and yeah, they they have a little romantic moment. Him and Sarah watching the fireworks. There's some dude who I believe in my heart is Jeff watching the storage unit explode and all the fireworks going off. And he goes, "Wow!" Yaz and Yaz and the Doctor have a little romantic moment, and Dan smiles nicely upon all four of them. <laughs> okay, blessing. this guy is not Jeff. He's he's watching the fireworks from a distance, and he's filming on his phone, and he's like. What he says, like, great display. Just, just for, for me, me yeah. then, I guess. He's just having his own special time. Um, I, I don't know anything more than this. I just know this is a guy from a, a previous episode. Oh, That's all okay. I, know. I was like, is this a cameo? Is this a comedian? Is this, like, the prime minister or something? 
<laughs> oh yeah, you we didn't mention it. it is Boris Johnson. I don't think he's prime minister anymore. He was at the time. Oh. Um the TARDIS Probably, is right? The TARDIS, yeah. The do- doctor goes back to the TARDIS, which we could say it looks normal again, but it never really looked normal for this doctor. It looks like a it's got yeah, fingers. I never I, I never really liked design. the like TBH. big crystal TARDIS. It reminds me of the fucking two fingers from Elden Ring. Like, just <laughs> I don't dislike it, but I it, I don't love it. It doesn't. Um, it just doesn't look right to me. It just looks too weird. I loved the scene though. I thought this was a really nice scene. They come back to the TARDIS. She like thanks it for looking. At, she's like thanks for looking after us. If you were a bit mysterious, aren't you? I like to. Imagine I love when the, I love the when the doctor like. Mm-hmm like communicates with the TARDIS I like that she doesn't even really fully understand what's going on with it it's the TARDIS I like to imagine that the TARDIS has a voice that's like the lappy from 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 strong bad emails (laughs) just like doctor I took care of things for you (laughs) uh and then yeah the the second to last thing that happens the episode is that Yaz is like what did you mean about your actions catching up with you? And the doctor's oh, like, what? Nothing. Oh, I don't know. Uh, hey, do you, you want to... Let's go ever, have a beach party. Do you ever wonder what time. happened to the Florida Lamar? Let's go find... Let's do pirate beach time. Dan, get your costume on. Let's and, go do an episode that everyone will work really hard on. And then and then we, the last scene of the episode is uh, is Sarah and Nick getting in a taxi uh, to their trip halfway around the world. Um, and her mom calls and... She's like, oh, you're leaving with a guy you just met or something. Or no, that's what they say after the call. I I love when her mom, you know, she's being very overbearing. She's like, do you have your passport, Sarah? And Sarah's like, no, mom, I threw it in a bin and set fire to it. (laughs) But then her mom is just like, well, you know what happened to the storage facility, right? And then, uh, yeah, they're going to go on their first date, which is a trip around the world. And then Nick's like, was that our first date in the time loop? Or was that like a meet? A meat cute. Yeah. <laughs> the night in the storage facility was more of a meat cute. It was kind of Nick, Nick and Sarah's uh, night of horrors. <laughs> and then the final shot is the TARDIS flying overhead, which so looks insane. so silly. It's a, a bus being driven by Lady Christina D'Souza, and they all clap. And then here, if I was writing this episode, this would be the, the final joke of the episode. Would be, all right, let's go on our trip. Ring, ring, ring. Hey Nick, it's me, Nicole. Do you have my? Do you happen to have my Monopoly board? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then as a as a little post credit stinger, Jeff walks up to the building in, in rubble, and he's like, "What the hell? Oh man!" <laughs> I think what I love, I think what I love about these last two scenes in the TARDIS and in the um, like, I I don't, I think they were like leaving Sarah's apartment, maybe, um. What I really liked about it is that we've had this, this like bottle episode where they're being chased by Daleks through this storage facility. And it's, it's very like, you know, we, we talked about how Horror of Fang Rock was very claustrophobic because it's confined to this, this lighthouse. This is not as claustrophobic, but I really liked having this final scene for each group where it's just like, they get to like. It's just like impressed. a. It's just like they finally are able to like exhale. I right. thought it was really nice. It was good. I, sometimes the episodes don't do that. They just kind of. They just kind of end. Yeah, solid A. I loved this episode. It is a solid A. I'm gonna give it a B plus. Okay, like, to- like, totally think, fair. When I think of an A, watch it four episode, more times and then we'll see. <laughs> when I think of an A, I think of like Doctor Dances. I think of 
uh, like original Blink or something like that. Not sure. my, not the best episode. I, I've, I've held, I've held off on the A plus for the record. I, I love a good time loop though. Time loops are just a, a, a trope that I adore in media and games. Uh, this is fun. Ashlyn B yeah. was funny. Uh, the doctor was being good this week. She was behaving. <laughs> yeah, and and I, I Dan, think I said it before. I thought that Jodie Whittaker was really good this. She episode. was good this one, and Dan was good in this one, and Yaz and, Dan, and Yaz. They all oh, got man. to do stuff. We yeah, firing all on all cylinders like like that, like it was like that. Disappoint. It makes me disappointed that we don't get we didn't get like the good Chris Chibnall season that we could have gotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but hey, you know what? There's a lot more where that came from. True. Who knows how many more episodes he maybe, has that we'll love? Maybe flux. Maybe all all those other episodes of flux will be great. Uh-huh. I mean. I, I've said it before. The reviews of Ranscraft Colos were not good. That's true. So who knows how many other episodes people hated that Rant we're going to like. is really a really good episode. It's a great episode. All right, Jordan, it's time. All right. Sure, oh, and that's then re- next time on Doctor Who, everyone works really hard on the... They worked so hard on that episode. On the pirate episode. All right, I'm sharing my screen. All right. Uh, Give us a good one. Come on. Yes, and I want to I reiterate for the record, the first episode that you see is not the one that we're going to watch. Right. Here we go, and you, we've got our stats here. There is a 15% chance of getting Whitaker again. Look at that big, juicy 27 for Tennant. We have a over, 26% chance of a Matt Smith. I feel like I'm going to be sick. I just have to do it. <gasps> Are you serious? Series 1, Episode 1, Rose. Fantastic. All right. The, the, the premiere, the pilot episode. Wow. Damn, we are jumping from very, very recent, very, very late to the first episode a, of the revival. Seven percent chance, by the way, to get that episode. Amazing! Hell, fucking yes! I cannot wait. Oh, great! I don't well, even hey. remember. I don't actually, legitimately, I don't even remember if this episode is that good. <laughs> I didn't but particularly like it, but it'll be different. It'll be fun, and we'll get to see Christopher Eccleston, who's the Eve best. Eve of the doctor. Daleks was my first episode that I've watched twice. This will be my second episode that I've watched <laughs> twice. Wow, okay, that's really cool. My my spirits have been lifted. We are moving away from the backpack era for now. We get a as little break. far as we literally can. <laughs> we get to see the best doctor uh besides uh seven. All right. <laughs> I want to see seven again. I miss so seven bad. so bad. He's so good. Okay, uh let's do our Patreon business and then we'll wrap it up so I can go. Yes, find and because dinner. you're seeing my screen, you know that I did forget to open any of that, so give me a second. <laughs> I got too excited about having this spreadsheet. I was like, I don't have to open anything anymore. You love that spreadsheet so much. Every day I wake up and I see a message just from you that says, I love my spreadsheet. This is completely untrue. This is awesome. I love my spreadsheet. Uh, I believe it's you this time. To read the message? Yes. Are you not going to like tell our listeners what our our things are? Oh, shit. I fucking hell. All right. If you like what we do, which you definitely do, you can support us on patreon.com slash potting bros, where $1 marks you as a friend of the show on Discord, and it gets you access to all of our bonus content. We have wrapped up for now, but not forever necessarily, uh, our episodes on the The Seeds seeds of of Death death. with the second Dr. Pretzel. Uh, We got two more episodes, but God knows if we'll ever see them. Next time, we're going to be watching The Mind of Evil with the third Doctor. Is that, is that tomorrow that we're talking about that one? We are going to be recording that episode Ooh. tomorrow. Thank you for remembering. 
five dollars gets you a pretty special discord role marking you as a companion of the show it also gets you a shout out in the podcast and you can send us a message that we'll read in one of our many many funny voices so many ten dollars gets you all that plus an incredibly special discord role marking you as an honorary member of house D'Souza. it lets you listen to the podcast live while we record it and we will give you a shout out we will clap for you Is clapping okay, or do you want to? Is it is it sonically okay, or do we want to just? I think it's totally fine. If anyone doesn't like it, let us know, and I'll do something else. We'll just edit applause over because I I genuinely don't want to do anything that is like unpleasant to listen to. But it's fine for me when I edit it. So thank you to our five and ten dollars subscribers. Dan Big Challenges Silva, JCH, Roy, Stephanie B, Stephanie Karen, Tasty Sea Sponge, and thank you to the honorary members of House D'Souza, Cassidy, Destry Hawk, and H Cabe. Thank you. Thank you also very much, Jordan. We've got a message for you to read this time. It is from Dan. This is a request for Seventh Doctor Voice. Oh, man, I haven't done that one in a while. Well, there's no R's to roll. The quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. Okay, I I got it. I I had to warm it up. Are you sending it to me? Are you putting it? Oh, I posted it in the chat. You never put it in the same place. <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> Ace, this whole thing smacks of gender. <laughs> he overturns. Uh, I'm trying to think of a word that has an R that we could throw in there. This whole thing reeks of gender. Ooh, that's perfect. Thank you. <laughs> I love him so much. I love the seventh doctor. He's we so gotta see McCoy good. again. He's so oh, good. Man. McCoy is the best. He's the he is truly goaded. All right. Well, um, Sam, it's been a it's been a real trip. It's been a great episode. That's right. We're on Twitter oh, at yeah, Potting yeah. Bros. Co-host at Doctor Ha. I'm on co-host at Positive Stress. We're on Tumblr. We're at Tum- on Tumblr at Doctor Ha as well. Don't forget Tumblr. I leave that one for you. Oh yeah. And then you're on co-host at Positive Stress. I'm on it. Twitter at Breakfast Rex. I'm on Tumblr at Punished Breakfast. Um, go, go on there and vote in my num- uh, number one Metal Gear Man poll. Um, vote for Otacon for me, please. Just got to prove it once. It seems like all. a fair poll. <laughs> well, he's win- he's winning right now, fair and square. But I just want to stack the deck a little more, just to give him a comfortable lead, as he does deserve. And we um, got to thank our podcast network, NoiseSpace.xyz, for hosting us, where you can listen to podcasts such as Pot of Greed, Diet Coke, and Lilith's House of Snacks, and also with you, Draining the Swamp. Well, giants cool, confirmed. Wow, well, cool robot. I heard a They Might Be Giants song for the first time the other day. For the first time in your life? You'd never heard one before? <laughs> no, I've heard many. But have you heard of Last Wave? I haven't. What al- what they literally did like a bad lip reading song for the music video of Walk This Way by Run DMC. Huh. Really? It's really weird. That's so weird. Give it, Give it a listen. It's very strange. <laughs> It's not like an official bad lip reading. It's just they they did it. They they literally just wrote and recorded a song to sync up to that video. That is such a thing they they would do. It's good. God, I love the them. song. I don't know how I feel about it, but it's I like that they did it. It's very funny. Um, is that that's, it? that's it. Well, not quite because uh, Sam, I do feel like we had been forsaken uh, for a couple weeks there, but. I think that we've seen the light, and I think we should say our, our blessings and th- and thanks and, and thankfulness with uh, Absolutely. A, little, a little prayer. Please bow your heads and kneel and, and lie down on the floor. Prost- prost- prostrate yourself before uh, your listening device. Thank you. May your life flow like a river. May your days smell sweet as a rose. May your nights be calm and still as a pond. May you be as lucky as an ace in a game of blackjack, Harkness. Harkness.
May Dan the nice man smile nicely upon you. <laughs> may Bill bowl a hole in one. And may the doctor light your path through time. And may I learn at some point what Martha does. <laughs> Please. Oh my god. I want to see a Martha episode so bad. Okay. Dr. Bye. <laughs> Dr. Bye? Bye. <laughs>